Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for the support. Good way to support is to put your face in front of me. Going to be doing a live event tonight in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Ten Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar. I think this is probably, it kind of sums up what, what you're doing, what you're doing, while you're doing it. You need to, you know, obviously get to those retirement and golden years and enjoy them with, you know, the ability to pay your bills. Uh, you do not want to be the guy whose retirement plan is not well thought of until he turns 50. Because then you're going to be really, really late to the party, so to speak. Speaking about late to the party, I'm late picking up CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, how are you? Doing well. Doing well. So you'll be out here tonight, uh, Palo Alto Elks Lodge, 630 to 830. People can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use code RADIO25. A lot of people, um, a lot of what CFPs ultimately do, in my opinion... Is, is to educate people, but also to like, get them to put together some of the simple things, but also cut down on mistakes. Is that, uh, is that fair to say? Oh, that's a lot of what we do. Once people have a certain amount of assets and decisions to make, um, that's absolutely what we do. Sometimes it just takes another person pointing it out that uh, it's a problem and it can be fixable. Uh, the fixing isn't the problem. Um, it's it's the noticing it, so to speak. Um, a lot of buzz out there right now about the DOL rule being dead on arrival. What is the DOL rule, and why do we care? Well, it's the DOL's fiduciary rule. So the Department of Labor okay. saw that, number one, retirees, people getting close to retirement, are so drastically underfunded for retirement. But they were also making so many mistakes with their rollovers. For example, rolling their 401k at retirement into a variable annuity with super high fees. So they made an attempt. They saw that, okay, the SEC is way underfunded. They don't have any way to enforce rules at the beginning. They kind of have only enough funding to, you know, slap people on the hand after something is done. And our country's laws are so far behind, like even the UK, uh, where, all these people that call themselves advisors, they're really not, they're really insurance agents, go out and they say, hey, Rob, you're 60 years old, you're close to retirement, um, or you're retiring now, why don't you take that large 401k, roll it over into this variable annuity, you can invest it in stocks and bonds, but you've got this guarantee, it's 5% for the rest of your life. And it sounds great because you want that security when you get to retirement, that, okay, I can still invest it, but have somebody guaranteeing the income, that sounds great. So people do that. They realize that they are not ready for retirement. They don't have enough money. But the person that did the rollover and told them it was okay to retire, they don't care because they make a commission. They make that commission on the rollover. They 
you know, make five to seven percent. They want you to retire so they can get that rollover. And then you find out a couple of years later that you're in this product that has fees, internal fees are three and a half percent or so. And so, yeah, you get a guaranteed income for life, but you know, if you live past age 80, you might have nothing left in the account. You might have income, but as soon as you die, your spouse might not have any income at all. And you've basically cost yourself retirement in two ways. You retired too early because somebody wanted a commission. And you put your money into something that you can't get out of without major fees and penalties. So the Department of Labor did this fiduciary rule saying, basically, it started off as a no more bad product. And then it got really convoluted. All the, you know, the insurance industry got involved and lobbied and made all of these ways that insurance agents could still sell these annuities. And the, the thing basically just died, Rob. It was too complex. It wasn't quite correct. Um, and now it's up to people to be educated and stop making the mistakes on their own because the government's not going to protect you on this one. It's interesting that you say that because um, I think you and I both know some people in the financial industry who shouldn't be in the financial industry. <clears throat> we both know some people who will do radio and television who shouldn't do radio and television. People who are nurses know people who shouldn't be nurses. And yet, it's frustrating on our end because in the financial world, like it hurts people when there's bad product being pushed and sold, so to speak. 800-516-1220 to calls on the air. You can come meet CFP Chad Burton tonight in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. You can use the code RADIO25. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. It's the 10 pillars of income and retirement. There is a free downloadable at newfocusfinancial.com that people can get at the same time. Is there ever a reason, Chad, to leave your 401k at your employer? Like if you had a good employer or if you had like a really good uh, 401k plan with no fees and I don't know, it spun yarn into gold? Um, the only time that we say, yeah, leave it where it is, is um, for, I've, got, I've got a doctor client who's 71 years old and still works like one day a, a month, literally, at, at the hospital. And a lot of times it's at a teaching capacity. So he's okay. still technically employed. He's over 70 and a half. And if you're over 70 and a half and you're technically still employed and you're not an owner, you don't have to take required minimum distributions. So he has quite a large 401k. So it's, it's having him avoid $70,000 a year of taxable income that he doesn't need. That's the, kind of the one instance. But if there's ever, I mean, almost any time, if you, have, if you like your 401k, you like the investment choices, you can recreate that in an IRA anywhere you want to, basically, from TD Ameritrade to Schwab to Fidelity. Um, and it's so much easier to get money out and deal with tax withholding and your required minimum distribution. And in a lot of cases, people now like to do their charitable bequests out of their IRA's required minimum distribution. It's much harder to do that in a 401k, if not impossible. So I would almost always, at retirement, as long as you're getting fiduciary, fee-only advice, where they're putting your best interest first, it, it, it doesn't usually make sense to leave it at the 401k just because of flexibility. Sounds good. CFP Chad Burton, newfocusfinancial.com. People could sign up for the event tonight, 630 to 830. Anything else that we need to hit? Well, we got about a minute or two left to grind out in this segment. Um, obviously, tonight's event, key in some people's mind. Yeah, and in terms of, you know, what we, again, educating is trying to help people stop making mistakes. And I think a couple of the big ones we're going to help stop, help the mistakes that we're going to stop. Um, well, I don't know how to phrase that the correct way, but the big mistakes out there that people make are underestimating the costs of retirement. 
Um, and that's retiring too soon. And again, that's working with the right person to help you do the cash flow analysis. Look at the expenses that you're not thinking about. Estimate the cost of care. Uh, Vanguard and another company are creating a model, Rob, so people can use this model to estimate their health care costs. Because if you have a 65-year-old uh, female, there is a range of 6000 to $26,000 a year of health care costs in retirement, depending on health and other circumstances. That's a huge, that's really hard to estimate, right? That's a big range. So they're creating a model to help people figure that out. We, we stop creating, people make major mistakes tax-wise in retirement because they need to change their focus. And a lot of people, the way they draw money, they create these massive tax traps with their IRAs and Social Security later in life. And then we stop people from being subject from, to ruin, basically, from just one market correction by not having enough safe money or they're investing too aggressively. Good stuff. I'll see you tonight. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. Or later tonight, you can find him in Palo Alto, 630 to 830 Palo Alto Elks Lodge. That's right. It's on El Camino. It's easy to find. You can get a lot more information, and you have to sign up. Use the code RADIO25 at newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com, RADIO25 to get in for free. We're going to talk about diversification, about portfolio holdings, about Amazon buying an online pill pack company. That changed the markets. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. We can talk about Marvel's Luke Cage. We can talk about New Girl. There's all sorts of stuff we can talk about. The Staircase. I know you're saying, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the one and the only. What's coming to Netflix this week? <laughs> good stuff. Good content. Westworld just wrapped up their second season, and the ratings fell aggressively as the season went on, as people are just confused. It goes to show you that sometimes... Eyeballs? Is it eyeballs that we're looking for? Um, can be kind of complicated. As far as knowing what you're going to... <clears throat> buy into how cool can be cool until it becomes so cool that you lose your audience right speaking of cool the wwe brother announced new tv deals with comcast and 21st century the numbers were bigger and better than expected as far as the size of the deals wwe is a stock that languished in the teens it was a teenager $13 stock $15 stock $18 stock $14 stock $15 stock for a long time, and it always had a nice dividend, and you're like, I don't really want to invest in SmackDown Live or Raw or Hulk Hogan or The Rock, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey, oh my God, Julian Edelman, I know you're saying, isn't he a paid, but wasn't he on like wrestling or something? So just from core agreements, WWE is expecting $270 million in 2018, $348 million in 2019, $576 million in 2021. I once was a teenage boy who had a crush on a teenage girl, and she had a like 13-year-old brother who was big into wrestling. So what do I do? I get wrestling tickets for me, her, and him, thinking it's my end, right? It was okay. Uh, 
think because he went, his mother had to drive and it kind of kiboshed everything. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, Raw and SmackDown. And basically what I'm getting at is, you know, back when I took a teenage girl's brother to WWE, it was probably all about Hulk Hogan and the Iron Sheik, right? And now it's probably all about somebody else and Ronda Rousey or somebody else and uh, help me here. Oh, I so don't know. Wrestlers Goldberg. There was a guy named Gold Dust at one point in time, and I think there's Goldberg. So, yeah, you can invest. There's no doubt you can invest in WWE. And I, I, I'm not saying I want you to. I'm saying consider it for your kid. If it's the one thing that he likes to teach him a little bit about investing, I'm for it. I'm pro it. Speaking about pro it, did I ever tell you about the first time I went to see Prince? I went to see Purple Rain back in the day when it first came out back in the mid-80s, late 80s, whenever it was, mid-80s. And uh, I saw it at, well, I've seen him in concert a couple times before he died. But with Purple Rain, I remember going to the movie theater and I went to a neighborhood that wasn't all Caucasian. In fact, me and my brother David were the only Caucasians in the movie theater. And it was kind of awesome. It was a cultural event because uh, I'm tight. I'm tightly wound. I, I don't know how to dance. I, I can't sing. I howl. I shriek. But uh, in the movie theater, me and my brother David, and uh, he was kind of like my brother that did cool stuff with me. It was an amazing movie. It was like going to a concert. In this movie theater, people were singing along and dancing and talking to Prince. They're talking to the movie screen. It was damn entertaining. So, in the movie, you get to see Apollonia, you get to see Prince, and you kind of get to see what his life might have been like if you believe the biography angle of the album. I don't know. But you also saw Morris Day in the Time doing the OEOEO song. You're like, that's kind of cool. He's the rival to Prince, right? Guess who's played at the Alameda County Fair? Prince? No, he's dead. Morris Day in Time. And I got two sets of four tickets. Family four pack. Two winners today. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. And you can see Morris Day. And you can do the time with Jerome. You can bring your own mirror and fancy up your hair during the song. Alameda County Fair going on now through June 15th. I'm sorry, not June 15th. June, July 8th, July 8th. I keep doing that. In large part, my tickets were supposed to run out by then. Winning. But no, uh, the Alameda County Fair now through July 8th. I'll be there this weekend. If you see me, please do not make eye contact. Do not touch me. Do not buy me waffle fries. Do not, do not, do not, do not. But I'll be there, and the whole event's going on through July 8th. Live horse racing, tasting events, extreme action sports, pig races. Sweet! Plus, Concerts like Morris Day and Time. A lot of fair food. You can learn more by going to alamedicountyfair.com. It's alamedicountyfair.com. It's tickets that I actually used. You know, it's like it's an event that is worthwhile for you. It's it's money, cash value. You can win tickets by calling 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. And again, now through July 8th, the Alameda County Fair. 
I was out of town last weekend, so this is my weekend to go. Blow through some money trying to win a minion doll. Live horse racing, tasting events, extreme action sports, pig races, fair food, fair food, and fair food. And more stay at the time. Fair? 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Want to talk stocks because I got a big event coming up tomorrow night, Thursday, in Palo Alto. And one of the stocks that I own is Nike. There's not a period of time where I'm not optimistic about Nike. When you see the NBA, the NFL, MLB, NHL, when you see all these leagues dominating soccer, yeah, there's room for Adidas, 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 and Nike. Maybe not for, you know, another player. Under Armour certainly has some sales. But who do you want? Do you want the strong one or do you want the, the up-and-comer? Nike's had a good year. An analyst has an $82 price target on it, saying that they've got cleaner inventories, along with solid consumer backdrop. Demand for athletic apparel and footwear still on the rise. I like Nike. I'm bullish on Nike. I expect nothing from Nike this year. I expect in 10, 15, 20, 30, 25 years, I could look back and go, glad I never sold that puppy. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Later tonight, I will be in Palo Alto. Hopefully, you will too. Big event on income and retirement. Michelle Lerman will be there talking about uh, state planning issues. A little-known Florida company is in the news today for all the wrong reasons. A company called Exactus has exposed a database containing two terabytes of data, containing 340 million individual records on a public server, records of 230 million customers, 110 million businesses. Seems like this is a database with pretty much every citizen in it. From the United States. So your data's probably been breached. What are you going to do about it? I'd say let's let, let if it's probably been breached, let's be big boys and big girls and go to Credit Karma or go to a credit monitoring service and at least see what your credit report looks like, annualcreditreport.com. Just see. Do, do yourself that little bit of favor. Print it out. It may be 15, 16, 17 pages, depending on your history. It may be one or two. So that's out there. Apple and Samsung have settled their smartphone design patent fight after seven years. Are you kidding me? Are you, are you kidding me? Seven years for an, a lawsuit to be settled? Really? <laughs> Can you smell that? You've Lawyers got getting rich. to be kidding me. The string of lawsuits between Apple and Samsung is pretty well known. Apple co-founder Steve Jobs threatened to go thermonuclear, if you remember at one point in time, when he was um, pretty damn entertaining with some of the things that he would say. He accused Samsung of slavishly copying the iPhone design. So litigation, 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 seven years later, settle. That's kind of how Wall Street works. That's kind of how, in my opinion, the trade wars and tariffs work. Rhetoric, 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 settle. Nuclear war, nuclear war, nuclear war, no nuclear war. 
Doesn't always happen that way. Apple won a $539 million jury award against Samsung in May in a retrial over damages stemming from the original showdown in federal court that had ended with San, in San Jose courts with a $1.05 billion. So lawsuits, lawsuits, lawsuits. And um, that's what's out there. So, yes. So video games, I kind of teased this. They're getting ready. The IOC, the International Olympic Committee, is trying to figure out, should Mario be in the Olympics? What a great commercial for any company in the Olympics, right? Nike pays their athletes money to wear their clothes at the Olympics. So eSports would be a big win for Activision, Electronic Arts. It'd be big for Nintendo, NVIDIA, AMD, DRAM companies. Olympic officials want to know more about eSports and their impact. You can go to South Korea and go to an 18,000-person stadium and watch people play video games. Amazon's got a whole business called Twitch, which you just basically watch other people play video games. And I kind of get it, because as you get older, your, your eye-hand coordination is not what it used to be, and you get kind of tired of, like, four-year-old kids stomping on you while you're playing NFL Madden, and they're mocking you, and they're teasing you. So I'd rather watch them play. I know you're saying, What's, what, what fun is that? That's not competitive. Well, I'm eating milk duds on the couch. Do I look competitive? No. Man, I loved milk duds as a kid. Milk Duds and Whoopers. I know you're saying they're called Whoppers. No, they're not. They're called Whoopers. Whoa. I know. I'm your authority on all things mispronounced. Thank you. Don't forget to try the key lime pie. I like the way you say that. I know. Thank you. So, um, IOT. IOC. uh, Considering 2024 Olympics. Now, I don't know how I feel about that. Michael Phelps just swam like a dolphin, literally faster than a dolphin. He's been swimming since he was a young boy. His mama threw him in the pool and forgot about him during the summer. Fall, winter, spring. And you get some kid from, you know, I don't know, Duluth, Minnesota, who can twitch faster than other people can twitch. And I'm not saying anything dirty when I say that. I'm just saying he can play video games faster, right? right, Thanks, Mr. T, for supporting me and my opinions. It's always nice to hear from you. So, yeah, that's what we got out there. (laughs) Oh, what a a market, right? Reminds me of my friend Salt and Papo. What a market, what a market, what a mighty fine market. Uh, very indecisive behavior on the markets these days. It almost feels like you know, trade war down, trade war up, trade war down, trade war. And the market's kind of, you know, is it slipping beneath its 200-day moving average? Is it getting worse? A little bit. The S&P 500 is below its 50-day moving average. The NASDAQ is right at its 50-day moving average, as is the Russell 2000, which the Russell and the NASDAQ kind of signify sexy. The Russell, because it's young and upcoming, it's a whooper snapper. A whooper snapper. A whooper snapper. Uh-oh, we're experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. 
So Amazon's getting into uh, pharmacy pill back. Oh, 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 this is important. Third quarter GDP contained a downward revision to 2.0% from 2.2%. But we don't care. You know why? Past performance is not indicative of future behavior. That's old news. Not fake news. Old news. That's like Moses having him in his 15 commandments. Old news. You are fake news. Fake news. Fake news. It's like the Germans bombing Pearl Harbor. Old news. Germans. Key takeaway right now is personal spending is weak in some of the economic data that we're seeing. Weakening? Weakening is the way I want to say that. Initial jobless claims for the weekending, June 23rd, increased 9,000 to 227,000. Continuing claims for the weekending, June 16th, hit 1.7 million Americans. Are you continuing your unemployment? That's got to stink. When you're unemployed for such a long time that you, you no longer count as unemployed, you are counting as continued unemployed. It's something that I, I'm shocked by, and one of the reasons I do this retirement income seminar with CFP Chad Burton is I, I, I can't believe how many people take time off from work and and lose that time where they're earning income, money coming in, and they live with money going out, money going out, n- no money coming in, no money going into savings. It's money coming out of savings, and that's a bad mix until you're you're wealthy. Tiger Woods is back, baby. I know you're saying, why do I care? He hasn't won anything since 2013. He's a bum. You're a bum. You're a no good bum. When Woods has a chance on Saturday or Sunday, ratings on television go up. I'm bringing this up in large part because, again, it goes back into the whole cable television. What do they have? And sometimes it's live sports. And then last night I was watching a little San Francisco Giants at Oakland A's. And I was surprised at how many fans were dressed up as empty seats. Like, that's a commitment. Some of these sports are dying, ladies and gentlemen. And if we're a cable company or a media company and we're saying, well, at least we have live regional sports, you got you to have Tiger Woods. You got to have the video games because that's where the eyes are. We, we're, we're drawn towards Tiger. We're drawn towards video games. The WWE has a great year going. We're drawn towards wrestlers who are well-oiled up and hairless. Oh, my, my, my. So I'm not sure you know, Disney wants Fox's regional sports. When you're sitting there watching like hockey in, in Dallas, you're like, there's no one there. Where, where are the people? Now, yeah, 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 yeah. You get some World Cup action for sure. I, I don't even know if I, I would own a TV based on sports anymore. Unless we have Tiger or video games or well-oiled up lubed men. Or teenage girl secrets that are all videotaped before someone commits suicide. Uh, or Netflix, like, right? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, unless we have some sort of compelling demographic phenomenon, it just isn't there. So, anyway, um, big event coming up tonight 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar, Thursday, June 28th, 6 30 to 8 30. Palo Alto Elks Lodge. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. Korean Sugar Pop Band. Number one in the United States Billboard's Top 40. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. 
Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So, the first marijuana-based prescription drug in the United States has been improved. And Canopy Growth is a publicly traded company that is the largest marijuana player in the cannabis industry. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey is a spokesperson. That would be awesome. Um, California's going through this issue right now where they they basically say before you can start, uh, make, make sure this stuff is, is childproof. You know, I, is that fair? That's what's happening in California right now. But this week's historic decision by the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, they approved a drug called Epidiolex. It's the first prescription drug derived from marijuana. It's left cannabis startups in a tough spot. Because who are you going to get your medical marijuana from? An FDA approved or from a cannabis company? A lot of people welcome the approval of a cannabis drug approval. A lot of people are worried by it. There's recognition by the public markets that marijuana has potential health benefits, but it also increases consumer demand for subpar products that don't meet basic manufacturing standards as well. Some of the companies would be great. Some of the companies would be flops. So the FDA approved a drug called Epidiolex, which helps people with rare types of epilepsy. There it is. There's the rub. Rare types is the approval at this point in time. Just be careful right now. I know I know a lot of people who look at, should I invest in marijuana? Um, you, you absolutely should look into it. Um, I love nothing more than doing research on new ideas and new investments. Um, but the competition, if you're going to look at any one player, it's canopy growth at this point in time. Housing prices in the United States are rising at a pretty alarming rate. You have increasing demand. You have falling supply. You have consumer home buying power. It's holding up. And interest rates, just as soon as they hit, the the 10-year treasury hits 3%, it seems to like go back down. But how long will that last for? It is a debated and heated question. There's no doubt about that. Have you ever wondered why finance is so difficult? I've got an answer for you. It's not. What it is, is it's an industry filled with a lot of people who tell you, you can't do it, and you need to pay me to have you do it. Now, I will say that money doubling every 7.2 years is a complicated concept, mathematically speaking, but it's also something that's not really well taught. And I'd be careful, because CFP Chad Birch and myself were talking a little earlier about the Department of Labor laws tied towards fiduciary. There's a lot of people, a lot of people who overpromise and underdeliver when it comes to services for you. One of the things I want to do is I want to do everything I can to beat that. Because um, I think we should. I think we should educate ourselves as best as we can. So what's a bull market? A bull market's a, a, a market. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. You know, the cost of using somebody else's money earns you interest. Or you have to pay interest if you're using someone else's money. So I like the idea of simplifying things. That's one of the reasons I do a seminar. And what you walk away with is a lot of knowledge. And, and it's, it's simpler than you think at times. You know, 
the most powerful force in the universe is compound interest. If money doubles every 7.2 years, why wouldn't you want more money invested? Money plus interest equals magic. You earn, you reinvest, you earn more, you reinvest and earn again, you invest. You have your money making little baby monies. That's a good thing. That's a very nice thing. Building credit is a concept that's not well taught. You have to borrow in order to build credit, which lets you borrow. And you don't want to fall when you're borrowing. You don't want to fail when you're borrowing. A failure is sometimes it's a new line of credit. You're showing the, the borrowing world that you want more. It's not good poker. It, it shows that you can get into trouble. Another fall in credit is defaulting on a payment. Never do it. I once got a mortgage that was sold before I got it, and it was sold to another company. And then when I put my payment in the mail, it it went to a P.O. box, so it was wrong. A P.O. box? Who pays a mortgage to a P.O. box? I tried, and that, that ding is still on my credit. There's three credit unions, Equifax, Experian, TransUnion. Numbers matter. If you're below 600, you're a loser in credit terms. If you're above 750, you're a winner. When you hear terms like a bull market, typically means that the economy is doing well, unemployment's low, stocks are rising, prices are going up. When you hear the term bear market, the economy is not doing well. This isn't math, this isn't rocket science, is it? Unemployment's rising, recession's approaching, prices are going down. Bulls make money, bears make money, pigs get slaughtered. Simple. Big event coming up tonight on income and retirement times, 10 pillars. You can go to Palo Alto Elks Lodge tonight, sign up at Rob Black's show, Rob Black's show, or New Focus Financial is better. New Focus Financial because they have the downloadable on the 10 pillars of retirement income planning. That's tonight, 630 to 830. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Tonight, 630 to 830, Palo Alto Elks Lodge in Palo Alto.